everybody, it's time for another Root Issues podcast, and today in the booth we've got Alyssa. Hello. And we got Steve. Hello. And then I'm Chris. Luke is so grown up, he's stuck in a meeting. Oh, we have a 10 He's stuck in a snowstorm on a phone. Well, yeah, probably so. I mean, he's, he's probably in the cab and drinking hot chocolate, running his whole production company in yeah. a meeting. But, but actually, he's out getting this powder day he's he actually yeah whiskey. that's yeah, what i think could, yeah. uh-huh. i mean yeah so well, we'll, we're, I mean, well maybe we should get tracking on him and we can know but we anyway could record so, this on the gondola yeah we could we could he could have phoned in but anyway we are excited to come today we are digging in in this is love series with steve woodrow and we jumped into first john chapter 3 verses 11 through 24 and we're looking at this major concept of loving and ministering to people and what does it mean for us as followers of christ to actually love somebody and then how do we minister to them and so we're going to start off with our 60 seconds we're going to throw it to Alyssa, and then we'll throw it to steve and then we'll throw it back my way and then we're just going to kind of give our little summaries and ready, set, yeah, I'm ready. go. Okay. 60 seconds. So I really like that Steve included the love each other with the minister to each other. Because I think as Christians, you can't have one without the other. Um, and I, I like the challenge of loving in the church first. And if you're not loving people in the church, then we're not loving people out there well. Like yeah. first, it starts in our church community. Um yeah, and then I think for me, I'd love to dive into the difference between worldly love and what John's saying. We should love one another. So I think with that, First John three eleven, you also have to look at John thirteen yeah. thirty four, right? Okay. Yeah, because you know, in that he says, "You love one another just as I have loved you." So that's the, I think that's where the crux lies of the difference between the worldly love and the. Uh, Christian yeah, love, totally, because you know the world's all about love too. Yeah. Like you're gonna see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's different. So right. those are my things. We're Fantastic. Right yeah. Right. All right, Mr. Woodrow. Yeah, I would. I, I think that's the essence of these. Ver- well, it's the essence of all John. The mm-hmm. whole letter, really, right, is love one another. How many times does he say it? I forgot, but there's a lot. And um, and I think that's just what Alyssa was saying. I, I think, wow, we've messed this up in the church so much that um, we need to love each, learn how to love each one another well um, so that our ministry to one another is going to go well. Those are dependent mm-hmm. on each other. And, um, yeah, I'm going to leave it right there. All right, cool. That was only Whoa! 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to get me resume and recancel and start. Okay, so when I think about loving one another and we look at this, and I love the sections where John does repeat himself, like where you can almost count how many times. Like, you know, we've looked at abide, 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 right. you know, and then we've got love, love, love. And so when I was thinking about this and when I was looking through the notes and the slides and reading the text, you know, one of the things that jumped out to me was just generationally how do we love? You know, mm-hmm. because, you know, like in my generation and once upon a time and it started again is like the, the mill train. Like I'm going in for surgery. Yeah. And so we got Meg Dangler who is like, like who's, who wants to provide meals for the Hendersons? You know, yep. that was this form of the church body loving each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it was here and then it was gone. And now it seems to kind of be re coming back. Like right. this is a way to meet people's needs. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes my generation looks at loving people by meeting needs now quickly middle school kids it's all about feelings and we can talk Uh about that a little bit more like how do they meet each other's feelings Mm -hmm. in needs boom okay that's my minute that's great chris like there's been a breakdown for sure 
in uh, what it truly means to come alongside people. And I think uh, the world infiltrated that so much in the family, in the home, in the, you know, like you talked about time, Mm -hmm. like as a practical. um, So 318, uh, 1 John 3.18 says, love with actions and in truth. So like figuring out those things. Well, actions, I think you were talking about, it needs to be the practical side. Love is time. It's with putting others' interests above your own. Well, as a mom, that's not the message. Mm-hmm. It's like self-care. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go to work yeah. full-time. Your kids will be fine. Put them in daycare. I know some people have to do that, but like there was yeah. a huge shift probably in, what, the 80s? Yep, big time. When, like, yeah, that time was taken. Mm-hmm. And so then the love looks really different because yeah. if your mindset isn't like, give, give, be with your family, you know, family centered, my Mm -hmm. kids, you know, raise them up, train them up. And in that time together, you are going to have to press in more to the tough things Mm because love includes challenge and um, conviction, personal, uh, having to be vulnerable and, you know, losing it. Yep. And then, you know, repenting with those around you. It's like all an example of this like gospel thing. Yeah. So if you're not solid and like doing that for yourself, child of God, yeah. understanding the gospel for yourself, then how can you go out to your kids, your husband, your friends and challenge them when mm-hmm. they're not yeah. upholding those things? Like yeah. as a Christians, we have a higher standard yeah. and in loving each other, we hold each other to yeah. that higher standard. No one's doing that anymore. Yeah. Love is yeah. soft. Soft. Yeah. Love and because is, what you said earlier, right? And what, what verse 18 says is that love is, is indeed and truth. So mm-hmm. like Chris said, we all, we're, we're going to serve, you know, yeah. and everything. Great. We have to have that. But it's in the truth. And so that's one of the primary differences between worldly love mm-hmm. and godly love, yeah. which is, and love from God, is that it's, yes, it's still the deed. We, got, yeah. we have to love practically, right? But it's with the truth. Yeah. And those two together is uh, is what we have to shoot for. Where I think today people are loving to cover up the, like, it's self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to love on this certain group of people so that people don't think that I'm, <laughs> you know. But, like, sure. that, no, if you really loved them, you would be in life with them. Yeah. And then, you know, be calling each other yeah. to higher things. Right. So I just don't think it's enough to have these acts of like putting the black square or, you know, put in the yard sign because like so many Christians do that so that, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't get the persecution or the whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But that's not true Christian love. Right. Yeah. And I mean, when we look at the first question, it's like, how do we love and minister to one another? And one of the things that you said was just the cultural view. There is a lot of love out there. There's a lot of movements. There's a lot of nonprofits. And there's just an awareness that, and it's crazy because, you know, the Bible and God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit have shown us and told us that the world's messed up. But now a response to love is to bring awareness to what is messed up. But it's just an awareness that they think they're trying to apply a, a salve or an oil or an ointment to fix the problem. But really, it's like love has been limited to just awareness. Mm-hmm. Like if you're aware that things aren't right, then you can be considered a loving person. Instead of this ministering aspect, which when I see that, it's confrontation. Mm-hmm. It's moving mm-hmm. in with love to show somebody like you're out of line, you're out of place, you need to move forward. Or it's ministering to hurts mm-hmm. that have been done in the past, which maybe those hurts came from us, me mm-hmm. personally, sure. to where I need to have and a heart that's asking for forgiveness. Right. right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think the the big issue here is that really raising the question. We know we're supposed mm-hmm. to love one another. It's command. You know, it's over mm-hmm. Jesus, John. I mean, over and over. The question is how. Yeah. You know, why is the church, why are we struggling so greatly with this yeah. issue? So we've lit the world and the worldly yeah. love and yes. impact the church. So we're all about, you know, the social justice, the, yes. the, the awareness issues. And again, those things can be wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. Great bridges. Yeah. Uh, but that's not in and of itself, God, you know, godly love, the love that comes from God, well, it, I think, if it's not yeah. with the truth. Right? That's been shifted too. Like in the past, people used to come to the church for help, for you know, support for the poor. The church was the source of that, like giving. And Mm -hmm. now there's so many other things to do that. And it's kind of been turned on us of like, well, you judgmental, you know, people like we're almost the anti worldly because the world's embracing love so much more now. Absolutely. And that, and it just does reveal, I think that the big thing we have to do is turn it on ourselves because the command is love one another. As we said, it's not the first priority is not out there No, is to love, one another the body yeah. of christ loving each other and 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 that the how okay uh, and it seems like selfish like wait what yeah. about people out there well if we do that well then it's naturally going to be healthy love right. out it's the same and, with the family yeah of your family it, press into your kids it's screw exactly, the it's exactly, organizations yeah it's exactly um that's exactly right and yeah. so i just gave three things here i'll throw yeah. these out and y'all can pick them apart for um the how basically yeah. just from these verses um uh, you know i just pulled these three things out the first one is if if we're going to love one another well and again therefore be able to minister to one another well mm-hmm. you know all ministry abuses are just yeah. a result of lack of love we're not loving one, right so those, it's just that, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's that simple so the first one is and i put these in kind of going way back to the jonathan edwards kind of thing but yeah. i'm kind of into this i'm resolved yeah. uh, language right so this yeah. is old language but i think it's good, right? So I'm resolved to know who I am and who my brothers and sisters are. Yeah. So in other words, if we do not have that foundation mm-hmm. in, our, in our thing, if we're not helping one another really be mm-hmm. assured, and parents with children mm-hmm. as well, who they are in Christ, yeah. who they are, right, as a child of God, a part of the body, the family of God, then we're not. We're gonna have a real hard time loving each other, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. uh, and that is and that is a requirement to really understand what it yeah. means to have brothers and sisters. You've been baptized in a new family. Yeah, what that means. So that's the starting gate, right there. Mm-hmm. Is is understanding that we see John over and over again, right? Child, right? He's, he's yeah. beloved, a family of God, right? He's he's trying to encourage them when it comes to remember who you are. Greater is he is yeah. in you than he was in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know all these things. And remember who you are as brothers and sisters, well, right? I think it gives you the courage and the confidence then to be able to go to that person yeah. and have the tough, the real right. conversation. So you just said that's things. really important, right? So yeah. in other words, if we're to love indeed in truth, yeah. right, is if I do not understand who I am in the Lord, mm-hmm. right, I, I am not going to be able to learn how to love in truth. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know the truth. It's very important. I don't know the truth about what the word God says about me. Yeah. Right. And that's intimately connected to understand God's love for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of discipleship. That's, that's, yeah. where, that's our responsibility as a church body to equip one another and our kids. Right. Yeah. In mm-hmm. that foundational. Stuff. But I mean, when you think about it though, it's like, you know, culturally right now, identity's under attack. Sure. Everything. I mean, confusion it, everywhere. But yeah, like there's so much confusion in identity, and in in the hopes is in that confusion, they're helping people become more free to know who they are. But yet, it creates more confusion. And so, as they press in with love, and as they press in with all these different 
organizations that are supposed to help and supposed to bring peace to the world, they're actually taking away that one root foundation of we all have to know who we are so that we know what we can do for others. And so when you look at it, like going back to the Bible, I love like, yeah, just are you resolved? Do you Mm -hmm. truly know? Like, I think very few people truly know who they are. Right. Even as a follower of Christ. Yeah. And that... and that gets to really nobody can do it for you. No, and this uh, is something we have to restore personal responsibility, yes. right? Uh, back to life, and the church has to model this: is nobody can do it for me. Yeah. And this is a problem where people blame church or something else. Yes. And sometimes mm-hmm. there's obviously some genuine fault there. But I have to be. I'm going to stand before God responsible for my faith, yeah. my walk. Yeah. At some point, for me to advance, I need others encouraging, yep. quipping, praying for me, the, serving me, these kind of things. But I am ultimately responsible for my faith, taking hold and pursuing God, what he has to say for me. And that is something mm-hmm. we are very confused yeah. about right mm-hmm. today. We yeah. want to go high empathy or yeah. make all kinds of excuses, victimization, <laughs> go down the list of things. We don't find yeah. any of that in the Bible. No. Right? It no. doesn't matter what my circumstances are. I'm responsible before God to take that gift of faith by, you know, yeah. that gift. Yeah, but that comes right. from parenting, right? Like, <laughs> a lot of parents drop the yeah. ball in, yeah. in society. And, yeah. Well, but and, yes, but it's our, the church body's responsibility, right, to, that's part of discipleship, yeah. right? Yeah. Equipping yeah. one another, and of course it begins with our, you know, with our kids. So I, I, this goes all the way back. I didn't get too much into it in depth, but you know, John goes all the way back in these verses, all the way back to. (gasps) Wow. That's interesting. I'm going to hit. Okay. How long is that? Oh no, we got 11 minutes. Okay. Our SD card just sent us a massive warning. I've never seen that before. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So we, we, John goes all the way back to Genesis to Cain and Abel. And this is one of the few times that we see Cain and Abel mentioned in the new Testament. And of course, that famous line by mm-hmm. Cain, this is all the way back to the beginning by Cain, you know, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To God. He says this to God. Wait yeah. a minute. Am you I know, my brother's keeper? Am I my yeah. brother's keeper? Yeah. And obviously the answer is, yes, you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but Cain, uh, we see what led him to be a hater and ultimately a murderer, yeah. right, was that that love wasn't there, right? That yeah. responsibility, yeah. he was not, he didn't see, right, uh, that he was his brother's keeper. Yeah. That is the same in the body today, right? When we talk about how church commitment and just how we see each other and our role in church is our problem today is we do not we do not see ourselves as our brother's keeper, right? Yeah. And yeah. that has to be restored, right? So I, yeah, so the truth, you know, knowing and being confident and being a child of God, but then the number two, and I think when you started talking about number two, the practical stuff, the in truth, is that when you brought up the fact of like, um, getting to know the truth about each other, asking each other, do you know, you know, Jesus? I thought that was a really interesting challenge, but I think the question beyond you know, asking each other, like, do you know Jesus? Because most churchgoers would be like, well, yes. yes. And like so offended. It's like in the moments, in the parenting group, in the pray and play, in the business, in working for a Christian, when you see them making certain decisions or sharing, you know, certain situations that are going on, that's when you ask that question. Is this what Jesus would do? Yeah. Not, do you know him? I know you know him. You claim, you know, to be a Christian and be Mm -hmm. running your family in a Christian way, Mm -hmm. be running this or that, you know, by the book. Um, But so many people don't do that. No. Like, 
it just goes so surfacey so many times, yeah, you know, like when we're absolutely. with other Christian couples right. and they're sharing problems and how they're getting to it, we go to the mm-hmm. worldly response of like, well, it mm-hmm. is really hard, you know, man, yeah. three under three, mm-hmm. like, or we no. go to, yeah. oh, that's their way. That's yeah. their way. Right. Of it I something. don't want to offend them. Don't want to offend them. Yeah. And, uh, but I do think we have a lot to learn when it comes to effectively loving ministering, right? Yeah. So we first I'm talking about the ministry. The ministry yeah. side of this. And I think a huge breakthrough for me is this idea that um you know i, I we can't fix anybody right no. so it's how i come if i just sometimes it's, it's when to bring that truth and how to bring that truth and it's understanding that i'm in partnership with the holy spirit and so my role is as we talked about on sunday to be a reconciler second corinthians right. 5 to reconcile them to jesus so this gets yeah. back to your thing of is this is what jesus would do yeah Mm-hmm. Is is to somehow lead them into the process of, of hey, have you leaned into the spirit? Hey, talk to me. Have you talked to yeah. God about this issue? Yeah. What has He said to you? It's just have the you, pointing it out. It's the like point. nobody yeah. wants to do that. They, I think, they assume like, oh, well, this person's a Christian, right. so they must have. Yeah. Yeah. But, but and I think just for what I'm trying to say is too. That's exactly right. But I think the way we do that is we bring God and Holy and Jesus and the Holy Spirit into it. Yeah. And our question is not more here's the point of truth right it's more of have you right um gone before the lord and asked you know have you searched the scriptures to inform Mm -hmm. your your answer on this right Mm -hmm. how has the spirit of god informed you because we're trying to move them towards leaning into jesus we're not the one you know and remove ourselves as being the ones who are you know that the truth giver though we are yeah but are uh, we're just a vessel right yeah for him so you know, and I just want to point out, like, the, you know, because here's our word for the day, resolved. Because, you know, you think you know until you go look it up. But it says, firmly determined to do something. And so then if you were to add that, like, are you firmly determined to know who you are and who your brothers and sisters are? And I think that adds some meat to it because, you know, what Alyssa is talking about is, like, I feel like if somebody is not fully knowing who they are, who God is, who Jesus is, and who the Holy Spirit is, and then there are many times that people step into, I'm going to minister to my brother. You know, but they haven't figured out who God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. are to them, and they haven't really determined who their brother is, and then they step into ministry, and then we get into the mess. Now, I'm not saying that you have to have this full conception of everything about you complete to step in and minister, but when we do step in to minister, what we're really doing is we're inviting God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to lead that time, to yeah. guide us, to Use guide our brothers and sisters. as an sister. example. Yeah. I'm always like mm-hmm. with the kids downstairs, give a personal example of what the lesson's talking about yeah, and totally. how you've wrestled with it. Sometimes yeah. it's over the kid's head. Like I remember yeah. I was telling them how Carson and I met and they were like, who cares? <laughs> but, you know, I mean, yeah. maybe that stuck with somebody mm-hmm. is yeah. like mm-hmm. a crazy God thing. Like mm-hmm. God only could have orchestrated that. Yeah, um, so I think it's coming back to like yourself being vulnerable, yeah. spending time, getting yeah. together and talking, communicating, knowing you don't need to be perfect and have it all figured out. But through sharing your circumstances and asking questions, you're going to get each other yeah. thinking yeah. again, higher standard, yeah. you know, um, rather than the world is just fluff. That's right. that's the worldly love. That's the difference. I think right. it's so hard to differentiate the difference between, mm. I mean, because they use it against us all the time with the abortion thing. You know, they were like, well, we should love one another. And then love gets used as an excuse for some really terrible things. Mm. Yeah. College kids like living together, you know, non-married. Um, well, we love each other. Like, yeah. you know, I just, 
it's such a hard balance between what is and love of the world right. and what and is. And nobody here, they're doing just what they've been taught, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They're doing what they've been taught. Right. Um, that's the only kind of love they know. Yeah. yeah. And, and nobody's probably sat them down and, and talked with them about, and this is one of the things we do in premarital counseling all the time yeah. is, is you got to define love. What's yeah. love? Yeah. I mean, you, you throw this word around, it's a big word, but yeah. you got to yeah. know what it is, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Are we almost done? Uh, yeah, we're we're done. I mean, we are out of time on our SD card, which is like my bad. So, hey, we're just going to wrap this up. Dig into this concept of how do we love and how do we minister? And we're just going to like challenge you this week just to be thinking about resolved. Are you resolved to know everything that you need to know to love others? Are you resolved to know who you are in God and who God says you are? Because when we have his foundation and when we have a firm resolve to know more truth, then that just overflows into our love and it overflows into our ability to minister. Just want to thank Steve and Alyssa for joining me today in this little bit of a blooper of a root issues, but still a good one. Hey, if you ever want to reach out to us, you can just email us at rootissues at ccasman.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much and have a great snowy day.